0: Welcome back folks. So this week I'm excited to do this topic and to talk about this. So last week we talked a little bit about reactivity and aggression with Chris and um, a little bit about that. But this week, um, there's a question that I get a lot around this time, whether um, new um, people are calling for dog training with their clients and a lot of old clients start to call back around this time. That's because the dog's behavior starts the dog's behavior, if they are reactive, um, starts to regress a little bit. And so just as a reminder, I'll, you know, go through what reactivity means. So I did not ideally. So reactivity is when your dog overreacts to a certain stimuli or situation. Um, so they, that means that your dog is like either far and lunging. You may see the hair go up on the back, um, but in either way, when they're out and about, they're like, you know, being a little bit disruptive. Um, And that can be due to um, lack of socialization. I talk about that on time, making sure your dog socialize. socialize. Um, It can be due to insufficient training, not having enough impulse training uh, when they're younger. Um, uh, commonly, it can be due to unfrightening um, experiences that they have, and now they build the association with certain things. Um, a lot of times, you know, out here, like, you know, I've got my dog home, they don't like my husband, Kind to find out there was at a home where the husband yelled at them. So all these things can cause your dog to be reactive um, to certain um, things. It, it could be children, men with beards, um, certain scenarios and situations. All this can cause reactivity. And ideally, around the springtime, it starts to get a little bit worse. And so to answer the question, why is my dog behaving kind of reactive around this time, which is spring, if you're in a New England area or in the United States, is because there is an increase in distraction. And I'll kind of backtrack and explain that to you. So... What I'm talking about is if your dog is a reactive dog and they're reactive towards situations when they're out and about. And say, for instance, you start training in the winter time, right? If you think about it, what are we doing in the winter time? I know myself; I'm more indoorsy laying around, you know, watching TV. So there's not that many people out. So if you start training um, in a winter time, or even if you get a dog in a winter time, I know a lot of folks get like new puppies and stuff around the Christmas time. There's not a lot of things really going on, okay? And so if you think about it, If you're even socializing your dog around that time and you think you're doing the right thing, a lot of people get caught off track, which you're not doing. You are doing the right thing. And then springtime comes around. If you put that all together, think about what you're doing in the springtime. You start to go out a little bit more. There's more people out and about. And so with the increase in people out and about, the increase in dogs out and about, your dog becomes more reactive. And so that's why, you know, your dog may become reactive more in the warmer weathers because there's a lot more just going on in general. So Archie, I, when he's out and about, he loves being outside, right? Do you notice yeah. there's a difference in his behavior, like in the wintertime or the like, colder weather versus like in the summertime?
1: I wouldn't say there's much difference. Uh, behavior, but just more. We'll run a pod. We'll have walks now where we'll run into like five, six dogs uh, if we go at a certain time and that sort of thing. It's just everyone yeah. um, mm-hmm. the same type of thing. And or taking longer walks, so more opportunity to run into people. Um, yeah, and just more, you know, just more interaction. I would say like more opportunity, more puppies around. I <laughs> think we start to see the puppies. Like we saw mm-hmm. a puppy, um, maybe like a month or so ago, when start here it start to break a bit more. Um, yep. but, it's, and then it's the opportunity for them to react or to let us practice fully and working on. Um, and then yeah, cause we're on longer walks too usual, right? So like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yep.
0: so all that kinds of plays into why your dog's more reactive when it, um, starts to become a little bit nicer out, um, there are a few things you can do, but remember as I go through some of these things, you wanna keep in mind what's best for you and your family. In my ideal dog training world, I would tell everyone to wait until March, where it's like kind of cold, kind of, you know, hot and then kind of ease your way into it. That's my ideal thing. But I know, you know, people want dogs, they purchase it year round. So what I would say is I always talk about being aware of your dog's body language and being aware of the um, environment around you. So of course, I I talk big on socialization. So no matter what time of year you get your dog, you want to start off early socialization so that they're not reactive in general. But keeping that in mind, if you do get a dog um, in the colder months or a time where it's not so active in your area, you want to think ahead forward. What are you going to be doing in the spring? What are you going to be doing in the summertime? If you're going to be camping in the summertime, what I recommend is Either bring your dog to um, somewhere that simulates kind of the campsite, like maybe a wooded area. Don't wait till it's time to go camping to kind of get them kind of fearful of being in a wooded area. Um, if you're going to be going to the beach, maybe drive by the beach during the winter so they're familiar with that and not so afraid of the water and things like that. So there's a lot of preparing for the upcoming um Change in weather and situations—that's going to allow your dog to be less reactive um, in situations. Do you have to do any type of prep for Archie when you take him out certain places? Like, um do you do, do, you do anything special in the summer or things different?
1: Not really. Like, like, no, we just to- died, uh, this summer for like a week. But um yeah. he's used to going to my parents. My parents is up are up in the country area, anyways. So it's kind of like yeah. a cottage type thing. We don't really go camping, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I know when we first got him as a puppy um, because we got him in January or like late, very late December, early January, mm-hmm. we basically like once you said like February, March, when it sort of broke a little bit, we just bundled up and took him into like, because the nice thing about that is that the uh, the fields and the soccer fields are usually empty. So you can yeah. go in an empty soccer field, especially if it's fenced in soccer field or whatnot, or, if it's mm-hmm. by, you know, or maybe off the road and you can like you can no one's around. So you can let them off leash and practice recall and work on different things out and about type of thing, which is nice. And then ideally once you get to mm-hmm. the springtime, it's a little more refined. And I know, you know, we try to manage his reactivity all the way through, but um yeah. As, as, the, as we start to see more dogs out and about, we take more treats with us and higher value stuff just to be safe.
0: And look right. at that. Think of like it a dog track. Yeah, folks, bring out treats with you. Uh, all You know, if you're uncertain whether your dog's going to be reactive toward the situation, treats are always going to be your best friend. And you can use that as well. Um, so, again, you want to start... Um, Planning in and advancing, even if you aren't going anywhere um, for the summer, you're like, all right, I just like hang around, or maybe you go out and sit, you know, to have, I don't know if people have picnics anymore, but maybe you go sit on a park bench, get your dog used to um, going and sitting in that downstay and start working on obedience and things like that. Cause so that also will help um, the reactivity. If you start working on the impulse control and them not being so impulsive when they like see new things and stuff like that. So of, of course, training along the way is always going to be um, essential. Um, also socialization. Um, so thinking about the seasons and everything changing, I know a lot of folks may not walk a lot in the wintertime, but you wanna keep that in mind. Start to you know, build up on some, start to build up as a human on some duration and amount of time that you walk so that your dog's used to just getting out there before the springtime comes. And if you already have a fearful dog, Just keep in mind, you don't want to get them in a situation where, say, you live in a neighborhood where it's really, really quiet, and you go out and take them to somewhere where it's really distracting, like a downtown, like downtown in your area. So even then, start thinking in advance and start your dog off with something like very low-key, take them for a walk in a neighborhood, and then kind of advance on that by taking them somewhere that's a little bit more distracting, where you just don't want to, like, curl them into um, an environment where it's just going to set them up to be reactive and stuff effects like that. So, I hope that answers the question of um, why your dog becomes reactive, um, why it starts to get warm out. Um, unless you're a dog, trainer, kind of hard to figure out, but I'm always happy to answer any questions when it comes down to change in behavior. Like I said, this is when I get a lot of calls on things like that. It also is not only reactivity outside the home. I talk to people about separation anxiety, too, because, again, you start to go out a little bit more when it gets warmer out. You're going to leave your dog's home alone if you have been working from home or if you know the work schedules changing or if you know that you're going on you know a day trip and you're going to leave your dog at home start working on separation anxiety too so not only think about the reactivity outside the home think of stuff that's going on inside the home that you kind of want to get your dog geared up for as well um but I hope you gained a lot of useful tips on how to approach the situation. I hope you learned a little bit more about reactivity. Um, Scott, do you have anything to piggyback?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, it's always interesting when you sort of figure out that the seasonal change and then it's almost like you have to go back into like training a little bit more during that season. Exactly. And almost like think about when you first started training for reactivity and everything, almost like, you know, take a step back and then. Sort of guide them through things, right? So it's Look uh, at you,
0: Scott. Look at (laughs) you. Yeah, Yeah. Scott is absolutely right. I always tell when previous clients call back with this troubleshooter, just a simple question, or new clients, I always tell them default back to the original training plan and start there. They all, everyone always can use a refresher. Yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great to sort of, as you said, a lot of people are asking you about springtime reactivity, all that sort of thing. So it's great to be able to put that out there. And mm-hmm. so people ask what's actually happening, right? Because it's hard if you're just, you know, thinking about just you and your dog and your silo, you're not always thinking about what's really bigger context, too. Right?
0: So, exactly. Yeah. And and also um, loosely walking, that's always going to be something that you want to work on. Cause dogs tend to pull a little bit more. And as you know, if you want to, if you don't know, you can get the loosely walking guide. You can download it. If you want to go to down that is free to use. So that's always helpful as well. Um, but, other than that, we will see you next week with another great topic. And I hope you enjoy your weekend.
1: See you, everyone.